Ah, investing. The pathway to a bright financial future. Welcome to the Go Broke Investing Podcast. Let's get it started. If you are looking for the tools, strategies, and mindset you need to be the investor that you were created to be, then this is the podcast for you. That's right. We're demystifying everything about investing. And with time, you'll be on the path that you always dreamed of. And now, here are your hosts, Leon Daniels and Jess Clark. everybody go broke investing uh today's kind of a special episode we're really uh watching this amc short squeeze and we decided to to come back and and really talk to the new investors about uh exit strategy uh, a lot of people are going to be left holding the bag um and lose profit lose money um just because they decided that they wanted to hang in or they didn't have a strategy at all. And so today uh, we're talking about strategy and specifically exit strategies um, during volatile and non-volatile times. And so uh, without further ado, we're gonna let Jizz lead it. Good evening, everyone. Um, welcome back again. And just like um, Leon said, there's a lot of stuff going on in the markets right now. Um, it can be hard to follow some of the news. You watch um, one show to the next, you read one article to the next. Some people are saying this is craziness. Some people are saying this is potentially the new normal. So um, there are some fundamental strategies and plans that you can have to protect yourself, right? Um, hopefully you're not just throwing darts at a wall and seeing what sticks and you, you want to have a plan and we're going to try to keep it on a basic level that you can hopefully um do some additional research always do some additional research and protect yourself protect your money right so um as leon said one of the things that we always talk about is first finding out what type of investor are you and what is your time horizon for the investments that you're getting doesn't matter where you're talking about um, stocks, you're talking about um, crypto, what is your time horizon? Are you looking to make some profit in a month? Are you looking to make some profits in six months? Are you looking to make profits in a year, five years, 10 years, right? That's all going to help determine um, how you approach the investment that you get. So um, I guess we can just start with the normal non-volatile market. If you want to go into um, the strategy or exit strategy there. So basically in a non-volatile market, uh, you're just looking at um, certain, you can look at certain fundamental things like we talked about in past episodes. Uh, if we know it's a strong company, um, Netflix or, or uh, Disney or something like that, mm -hmm. um, you can enter pretty much in any any time if you're a long-term holder. Um, that's something that Warren Buffett advocates. But let's say uh, they had bad earnings or they had a bad um, uh, bad news. Well, 
that's a perfect time to enter, especially if you know that the company will rebound. And we talked about this in previous episodes. Uh, but as far as strategy is concerned, if, if you're looking for a certain amount of profit and you're just trying to grow your investment, take your profit and leave, um, then you should know that going in. That's one of the first things that any trader or long-term investor, short-term investor, however you want, you should know it, it should be on your mind. Okay. I want to make 20% off this stock, 30%. Some people are aggressive. They want to make a hundred percent off this stock and you should decouple your emotions from that. So once you set that and say, I'm happy making 30% off this stock, you should decouple your emotion and say, all right, when this stock hits uh 30% profit, I'm taking it off the board. If you're a short-term person and that's what you're looking for. Now, um, initially when I first started trading, I had trouble with this because I would be like, ah, man, I really don't want to, it's still going up. I don't want to, I don't want to take it off. Uh, and so I had read a couple of articles about trading and psychology and some books about um, trading and psychology. And one of the things recommended was to put in um, stops or limit sales. We, we didn't want to really get into that today um, because it's a little, it's, it can be a little bit high level, but every broker offers a limit um, or a stop limit or a trailing stop limit. And that basically says, Hey, if I reach this amount, sell it. And then it takes all the emotion and psychology out of it. You don't have to do anything. It's automatic. So you, yeah, go ahead. If, if you are with um, some of the traditional brokerages like a TD Ameritrade or E-Trade, they have um, advisors that you can, um, you know, speak to, you can call up and maybe even just do a chat virtually and say, hey, you know, I'm just getting into this and I, I would like to, you know, protect some of my profits. Uh, I heard about putting these limits on my trade and they'll help you set that up. So this is not something you have to do on your own going right YouTube video trying to figure out like this and that's one of the reasons why you know we also recommend some of these higher level brokerages but they provide those sort of services right and I you know a lot of people don't like Robin Hood um you know everybody has their opinion but the one thing I will say about Robin Hood is they try to educate I mean they explain pretty much everything mm -hmm. so um so again if you set that profit limit you know what that looks like and you said you set a limit now say that you're, you're a trader and you don't care you just want to make profit and you want to make the maximum amount of profit possible you may put in a different kind of of limit uh called a trailing and basically it's like every day it's going to look at the previous day and and use it's going to measure the current day uh versus the previous day and if it goes below, if you set it at 5%, I wouldn't say set 5% because stocks can be very volatile. Uh, if you set it at five or 10%, as soon as it goes 10% below whatever it was the previous day, it's gonna trigger a sell. Mm -hmm. And so some people do that because what that does is it allows your stock to just keep going up and up and up and up and up. And then at the slightest, you know, uh, re retrace or, uh, or, dip it's going to get rid of it cash you out 
and and so the, that's that's another way to do it so a lot of people set their stuff on on automatic that way so again uh those are like the non-volatile suggestions i mean do you have any yeah. non-volatile su suggestions this episode is sponsored by gw district gw district is an online marketplace for small businesses to thrive Shop everything from apparel, food, books, skincare, and more, all manufactured and sold by small businesses. Remember, shop small at gwdistrict.com. This, this goes um, with non-volatile and volatile markets is a basic strategy. Is let's say you put in $100 on an investment, doesn't matter what it is. Um, whatever your time horizon is, let's say you doubled your money, right? So now from that point, it's continuing to go up, take out your initial investment, right? So now whatever happens, you got your initial investment back. So let's say it, it goes up um, really quickly. So you, maybe you have a little bit more than your double your money. So now when you take out your initial investment, you still have um, that same amount, 100 plus a little bit more, right? So now you're playing with what they call house money and you have extra profit on top of that. So that's the best case scenario that you would want to be in because now you truly have no fear, right? And then on, on top of that, one of the things that we mentioned in previous episodes is that when you're investing, you don't want to invest with like serious cash that you're like biting your nails if you lose some of it, right? You don't want to put in your rent money. You don't want to put in, you know, your car payment money, your grocery money. This should be money that if you lose the majority of it or all of it, you're like, you know, it. you're, you're going to care, but it's not going to put you in serious trouble. Where you know, And that's, <laughs> yeah. And that's why I say put in your Starbucks and eating out money and the things like that because that's money you're going to lose anyway if you really want to invest. So, um, and I tell, people, I always say if you go if you're a partier, you skip skip a club night one weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend that he buys uh, high end bourbon and whiskey, mm -hmm. and I I challenged him to every time that you buy a bottle of that high end or bourbon or whiskey. Uh, to take the equal amount and put it in the stock market. So you could you could do it that way and say, okay, I go out to eat and I spend two hundred dollars a month, uh, so I can take match that, or I'm not going to go out to eat this month and I'm going to instead invest it. Yeah. Uh, and so even if you lose it, you were going to lose it anyway. Yeah. And but if you invest smartly, that money's going to appreciate. And then guess what? You take your initial uh, investment off the table. Now you got some, you got your go out money back for that, <laughs> for that month. So, um, so yeah, transitioning, we wanted to talk about, uh, entering in a volatile market. A lot of people are watching AMC and they're like, Whoa, what do I, do I hop in, uh, John over here or Jim over here has made $3,000 in two days. <laughs> Uh, I want to hop in. And so what do you say to them, Jiz? Like, how, how do you approach that? My, my thing is, um, if you're a serious 
trader, you want to become an investor, you're seeing the um, gains that people are making, I would warn against some of these, what they call, you know, meme stocks, because it's just so unpredictable. People who are really making the profits in here, one, have gotten lucky, or two, really know what they're doing. Like you can make some money in these markets by picking less volatile stocks. And one of the things we we're talking about earlier is how there's so much um, money in the market in general that if you pick a good company, a solid company, you're going to do okay. So again, you people, you have to kind of um, take control of, of that greed. It's in that competitiveness, it'll it'll bring you down a bad path, right? I mean, for every story that you hear on the news or social media about somebody who made a thousand off a $10 trade, you know, there's 10, 15 other people who lost more than that, that they shouldn't have been investing. I mean, how do you think hedge funds and, and all these companies make their money back? <laughs> yeah. yeah, in order for in order for you in order for you to get in the market, there has to be somebody else on the other side. And they they not only have experience with these guys who've been in the market for decades, but they also have algorithms that are doing this thing, putting in trades by the millisecond that you can't even follow. Yeah, it's like hot potato and they 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 say, you know, somebody's gonna get left holding the bag. And like what Jiz just said, for every seller, there's got to be a buyer. So every seller and buyer, the seller is like, I don't want the bag. Here you go. <laughs> and it, and here's a buyer. And it's like, I'll take the bag. And they're writing it down. They're like, okay, I got to let go. And they sell to another person who wants to take the bag. And they go down even deeper. And so... Um, I, I, you know, I'm not advising against, I'm, I'm happy for friends that make money on these types of deals. Uh, I applaud them, but there's always a loser on the other end of this story. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. And for me, if, if you're really wanting to get into investing again, take some time and do a little homework, that homework and research is going to pay back in dividends over just trying to get lucky and ride the wave with a bunch of people off of a social media post. And one thing can I just want to add, GameStop and AMC are, those are rare cases. And so when you get into stocks and then you see, okay, the GameStop thing and the AMC thing, you can't take, sometimes you can't, you can't take that strategy into traditional stocks. You know, and I, I don't want people to believe that it's always going to be that way or trade with that aggressiveness in a normal stock that is not being shorted heavily or or something of that fact. You know, so like that's something too. It's like you, you have to, it's almost like you have to approach each thing, right? If I was going to play AMC, I'm going to play it differently than I'm going to play Disney or IBM or one of those companies. I'm gonna play completely different. So it's okay to change strategy based on where you're investing and what you're investing for. So I just want to put that in. 
definitely. Um, and as as we wrap up, um, I I definitely agree with you on that. And that, um, I I definitely feel that the best thing that people can do is get get some research. Don't follow just what you see on social media, because the, those people who are sharing on social media, whether it's some type of influencer or some regular media um, analyst, they all have an agenda. So you can, like um, Leon mentioned, he referenced Warren Buffett. I referenced it in previous episodes as well. He has a lot of information on basic analysis that you can do on stocks. There are um, tons of people who are quote unquote legendary investors and traders. These people are followed by billionaires and multimillionaires. So when you are able to see what they say and start to understand some of those strategies, you're going to be in a good place. And then always take the emotions out of it as best as you can. We're human, but as best as you can. <laughs> get, get a strategy and, and work that strategy. Yeah. And so just to kind of recap, because, uh, you know, previous episodes, we probably haven't recapped a lot. But just to recap, uh, you know, get yourself some education on uh, stop limits, uh, trailing limits, how they work um, there. Get with your brokerage to do it. Certainly, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to discourage you if you find if you got your favorite professor on YouTube, um, you could do that. Uh, that's that's one piece and then two really finding the strategy that suits you um, and your strategy for volatile may be completely different than your strategy um, from non-volatile stocks and you just it's okay to have both strategies right so um, another uh, great episode down and uh, we look forward to seeing you again soon.